welcome to Sleepy Story Time. This podcast might have some better audio, so yeah. And uh, I would like to announce that we now have ten different countries listening. I'm not gonna name them. I named nine of them in the other episode, and my analytics show that one country it hasn't shown up yet. So once it does. I will tell you. So, good. But in this episode, we'll be doing some more guided meditation. And probably a story. Who knows? It's sleepy story time. And I'm going to say that again. So, welcome to... story time and sorry for the first segment being pretty quiet i'm used to having a pillow under the thing to boost it up but that was what causing the bad audio well sleepy story time let's get into it the guided meditation i want to plug my other podcast yeah 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 um it is oh, sorry. taste buds. We're out. Yeah. Oh, should be out by the end of this episode. And hopefully you can go and check it out. Great support. It's a pretty fun food podcast where you review food, food cookbooks, and all around food. We try to post once a week, so hey, stick with it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, what you have been waiting for. <sighs> Guided meditation. This one might not work for you, but sure works for me. Sorry, I'm going to do a different one. It works for everybody. Okay, so this one's pretty simple. The birds are very excited for it. And as soon as I say that, they stop chirping. And... It goes like this, so close your eyes. It's gonna take a lot of practicing like the other one. And imagine what like you lean back. Imagine like a little white ghost coming out of you. And and you don't see the little bit of ghost, but it's like you can see its arms. And you look down and can and you can see yourself with your closed eyes. And you start flying. You go through a wall and you see the world stopped in time. Perfectly still. You go through a car. You go through a house. You run around laughing, for there's nothing to fear here. Then you go to my favorite, no, you go to your favorite place in the world, mine. To a small little island. And you go there, and you go to your favorite shop, and everything's frozen in time, so. Nothing's wrong. You can't do anything. The world is yours. Your soul suffers and explores it. That was our first guided meditation. So. That one. Might. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting closer and farther away from the mic as I walk around and speak. Yeah, so. That was our first guide meditation.
The more times you use it, sorry, I dropped something. The more times you use it, the, the more times it will get so much better for you. So, next. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do another guide meditation. So, close your eyes. And then open them. Breathe in, breathe out, close. <sighs> open, then close. And don't open this time. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Wow, very calming. But you know that. So let's get into what I call a sleepy story. Not guided meditation, just a sleepy story. Then we'll get into an actual story. Okay. So, here we go. Here's a swarm story. So, it was a cool night and the world was full of snow. Or just cold rain. Whichever foot you find more comforting. I'm going to go with snow, but you can say cold rain. Cold rain, pitter-patters on the roof. But let's go with snow. And then snow. And as the snow falls around the door, big snow drifts are there. And as you lie next to your warm fire, doing well, whatever you want, drawing, out playing video games, sleeping, eating. As you're doing that, you sigh for nothing is wrong. And then, a nice fuzzy blanket, or your favorite blanket, is put over you. And that blanket is nice and warm next to the nice and warm fire, and it's one of the And as you relax, nothing goes wrong. This isn't a fairy tale. You're not in the dark forest. You're in a normal forest. There's not an ogre that will eat you. You're just sitting there, nice and warm. But, hey. You still you drift off, dreaming of sugar plums dance in your head. Okay, so. That's done. Let's do an actual story. So what story shall we do? Hmm. What if we... Of course. Mm, yes. 3,000 years ago. There's a monk. I'm not going to say religion, because people get angry in the comments, but there is a monk. A monk valued peace above all else. So, to complete her goal, she needed to collect 18 relics. Each relic was hard to get them to last. Like, one of the relics was a baby's, was a baby skeleton's. It was a baby dragon skeleton. Another one was a live dragon. Another one was, well, 
basically anything that's dangerous you can think of. A giant serpents, skeleton. Uh, so, to complete this, the monk would have to not her harm a thing, simply bypassing anyone in her way. So, on a first of 18 little adventures, and I will be stretching this over many episodes, well, two episodes, remind me, um, there will be two episodes, I'll do the first seven, sorry, my mind is messed up right now, um, 18, okay, nine, I'll do the first nine, whew, <sighs> On the first nine, this one. So, her first task was, as I said earlier, to get a giant serpent's baby. Well, yeah. So, he walk, she walks up to a giant serpent's cave, and the serpent slithers out and attacks. The monk jumps over the snake, rolls down its back, and runs as fast as the monk can carry. The snake, the snake charges whips his head around and charges back. The monk does a backflip, lands on her back, flips up and grabs the giant baby snake, puts in her bag and dashes off. The snake trailing close behind. She's running from tree to tree and the snake is crushing each tree as she hops onto it. She does a backflip, lands on the snake, and whips down to the little pothole that was there. The snake cannot find her, so they, she goes back to his nest. Now, she needs a baby dragon's skeleton. And this is the second task. So, she goes to an old abandoned cave where dragons said to once have lived. And there was a mother dragon with eight babies and one skeleton. So, the monk run from wall to wall as each dragon blew fire and ice at her. Backflipped over it all, grabbed the skeleton, and dashed out the door being singed badly. But still, the monk did not retaliate. So, her third task. What could it be, you ask? Run through an army of men, grab the king's crown, and dash out without hurting a person. That was she did. She ran from man to man, jumping, sliding on pure air looked like. She looks like she was flying to them. They gonna land a single hit on her. And then she bounced off the king's head, grabbed grabbed the sorry Braver grabbed the crown and dashed off. Then, for her fourth task, she had to get an Excalibur's old Excalibur. So, she found the Lady of the Lake and dived under the lake and grabbed Excalibur, then ran off. Her sixth task, one six, yeah, one six, was 
to stop two wars from happening. And the only way to do it was sorry, was steal a royal sword from one house to give it to the other, and the other house got a donkey back. A very royal donkey. So she used Excalibur to cut down the sword and ran off. And she ran, got the donkey, and made the switch. The war was stopped. Number seven. She had to get a magical carrot. <laughs> wow, you might be saying I could do that. I'm probably better than this monk. You're not. The carrot, the carrot was guarded by a thousand evil carrots. And she couldn't touch one of them, because that would be breaking her secret oath. So, she ran... Use Excalibur to push herself up, grab the royal carrot, and dash off. Number eight. Wait, are we on number eight? Are we? Jeez, now I think. Yeah, we're on number eight. If I did number eight twice, don't yell at me. Okay. So, number eight was a potato. Wow, the potato must be guarded by evil potatoes. No. Is guarded by 20 giant trolls. She dashed from one troll to the other, each troll hitting it, hitting the person she, she was on. And she got the potato and dashed off. Then one of the trolls said, Oh, you idiot. Now we can't have soup. Do you know what this means? We can't have soup. Ugh. Jerry ruined the soup, everybody. Oh, Jerry. And then, as her ninth and final task that we'll be doing in this one. Wait, no, I can do all 18, I guess. Huh. Nice. It was to get an armor. Not any armor. The armor of the most powerful king in Scotland. Because she had traveled all the way to Scotland. And she got the armor. No trouble, she shouted, breaking through the ceiling. Lower, lower herself on a rope, Mission Impossible style. Roll backwards. Slowly lift up the vase where the cave, where the armor was hidden under. Take the armor and skedaddle out of there. Number ten. Nice, we're on number ten already. Okay, looking at my script. She had to sit. She had to make well, number six, number ten, eleven, and twelve. She had to combine all the things she learned using Excalibur, using Excalibur to chop up the armor as a soup pot, and everything else to make a perfect soup. Then she gave it to her god. The gods were so happy that she get that they granted her thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Which was a bunch of stuff. Really, it would take them a very long time to get. Now she's two years in her journey. And she has to go for three more. So. The serpent. That would be too hard. It was the giant serpent from the first one. Oh dear God. And. Then she ran. Ran. And ran. And finally got. Well, by jumping, twisting, diving, backflipping, she finally got one drop 
of the snake's poison. Number 16. Get a blanket guarded by a ram. The ram had enough power to destroy you in one hit of its horns. So, she ran around, dodging and ran each ram's hit, backflipping, slashing, stabbing, forward, back, forward, jump, back, forward, and finally grabbed finally grabbed the coat and dived off the edge of the island, flying away. What looked like the ram? She just ran on the water. Then, sorry, my eye hurts. Then, so 17, one more. She had to get a dagger. Dagger? Was it the king? Of, well, the king of Britain. So, she ran to Britain. Britain. And the Britain guards finally caught her. What do you think you're doing? Trying to create world peace? That's impossible. It's not. Here, I'll show you. She pulled out Excalibur. They exclaimed in awe. And then she backflipped out of there, stole the dagger, and ran off. One more to go. And it was the worst of all. She had to get a sheep's coat. Not any sheep's coat. The magical, well, the ram's coat. Not sheep's coat. The ram that from earlier on, 16, she had to get its coat. So, she brought an army, an army of shearers, and they, one after another, got a little bit after a little bit after a little bit before being head-butted straight off the island. Finally, the sheep was completely naked. The monk took its cloak and finally gave it all to the gods gods then granted the world completes another piece the monk was happy the end what a sweet story yeah so that's our episode i hope you like the better sound quality remember check out my other podcast taste buds fun podcast review cookbooks for anybody's into cooking really anybody you get into cooking Listen to it. Fun podcast. Okay, then. So, I hope you enjoy this episode of Sleepy Storytime. Thank you to everybody from my ten nations. You made this thing happen. So, have an amazing day. And you have been listening to... Have a great rest of your week. And I will be publishing more on the weekend. So watch out for that.